0: Hey there, I'm Stephanie, the Inspirationalist. Well, maybe you're inspirationist. I hope to inspire you. Um, welcome to my podcast on um, today, this evening, tonight, whatever time you're watching it. Uh, I welcome you here. Thank you for taking the time um, to listen. I, heard, I often hear people make, and like I said, I don't do a lot of preliminary openings and stuff like that. Um, but I do have a Zoom that I do... Um, once a month, you can follow me on uh, my Instagram page, read r e e inspirations dot com, or you can check me out on Facebook, Steph, uh, S-T-E-P-H, Archie, uh, Reed. It's actually it's Arthur, Steph, Archie Reed on my Facebook page, but I often have heard people. A lot of people made this statement, and I've heard it. Uh, I hear it more frequently now, and it, it pertains to relationships. Um, the statement here says that y'all Christians talk about submitting yourself to a man or a woman. I ain't submitting myself to no man. I don't believe in what y'all teach about the woman submitting to a man. Now, this particular statement can be interpreted I I'd interpret it like three different ways, but it predominantly is talking about um, the Christian uh, uh, persons in the church. But the statement can be interpreted three ways. Submitting to male authority in various aspects of life. Submitting to a pastor and or a husband. But the focus is women in the churches submitting to Men. There's always been this misunderstanding or misinterpretation about what the Bible says about it. People will just um, take it totally out of uh, just take a little portion of something and they just run with it. And people will sit up there and set, people will believe um, what they're saying. But there's a responsibility on both parts. According to scripture, there's more, just, There's a responsibility for the woman as well as a responsibility for the man. Now, we submit ourselves daily to governed laws. And if violated, we reap the the consequences of it. We get up, we go to work, we submit ourselves to the authorities at work. We have to govern by the laws of the land, you know, by the get on the freeway. You have to be, you're governed by what the sign the speed limit or what the sign says to do. You're submitting to that. You go to school, if you're in school, you're submitting to the authorities in the school, in the store, wherever you go. You're submitting to something or somebody or something. If not, what happens? You reap the consequences of that. I know you're probably thinking that. But that's. Submission and conformity to social standards and practices. And yes, it is. You're thinking it's not the same, Stephanie. It's not the same as a relationship between a man and a woman. Well, you're partially right on that, too. But one of the differences that I reckon that I thought that came to mind, and maybe more, but the one that came to my mind was the difference is, is uh, there's a difference, the difference is intimacy in a in a relationship versus people that you've you have relationship there's no intimacy but the difference is intimacy but there are similarities in human submission and conformities in relationships and govern authority and a lot of times these it it, it when I look at it it really we, we have to look at where does submission start it starts in the environment where that person is raised. They're taught morals and values and submission. They have personal convictions. And that, that's, uh, that's, you know, it's taught when they're young. But what begins to happen is that as they begin to get old, as you begin to get older, you have experiences outside that environment. You gather new information out there. And your choices become very broad. And so you you adapt to the new things that are going on in the world. Like now, it's like you talk about submission. Now, submission to who? Just like I just read, submission to who? Who am I submitting to? I don't have to submit to nobody. I run my own life. I rule my own life. But they fail to recognize that if you have a job and work in, no, you're not ruling your life. You have to come subject when you go there. If you're in school, you have to come subject when you go there. Wherever you go, you have to come subject when you go there. If you get out of line, what happens? You reap the consequences of that. So the personal convictions are contingent on the home environment, life experiences, and information. I was talking to a person that was uh, training a new employee on their job. And um, there's something that I took out of the conversation and uh, the trainee was Muslim and the trainer was a Christian. The ironic thing about it in their conversation, the Muslim recognized that the trainer was a Christian and the Christian recognized that the trainee was Muslim. Now, when we talk about environment, we talk about how that uh, uh, there's customs and values that people are raised under. You talk about the Muslim home versus the Christian home. There's some similarities in the environment as far as um, 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 the belief system, but the uh, the the Christian trainer noticed that there was some behavior in the um, trainee, and so she was they he they made it, the trainee made it. The conversation became very comfortable enough for the trainer to ask the trainee that um, about their sexual orientation and the trainee said yes I am um, I am homosexual I I live the I'm in the LGBTQ community well the trainee didn't question the train I mean the trainer didn't question the trainee how does your religion Except that, he's the trainee said, they don't. I have to sneak and hide. No one knows about it because if they found out, they would excommunicate me. That's when we talk about the environment and how it affects the environment, and we go from the environment and when we experience outside of life, and things begin to change. The focus on this statement. Uh, on this particular statement here is about Christianity. And the unfortunate is many people who profess to be Christians avoid living by the word. You know, they don't live by the word. So they're so more than likely the the statement here that I've heard made made by multiple people, it's contingent on what they have actually either seen in the church, um, the or they heard the taught in the church and they didn't come in under agreement with it it could have been their own personal experience in relationships because not all relationships in the church are perfect we know that not all of them come subject to according to what the scripture tells the position of the wife and the husband not all relationships are like that There's very there's you know a a different um, difference in multiple relationships But as believers of Christ under Christianity, the ethics of the word uh, submit is, uh, as a believer of Christ under Christian ethics, the word submit is to reverence, honor, respect, obey. There's a conviction there. And you submit to one's authority. We submit to one's authority. So, if you come into the church and we're already raised to submit it's 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 maybe a little bit easier for you to do it, and those that were not raised or raised in a totally different lifestyle, you come in there and it may not be as easy for them, but then some of them it is easy for them because they're they've been searching for that that structure the scripture tells us he says it starts off way before the relationship. Before a man and woman relationship, as the body of believers, he says, submitting, Paul says here, submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God, Ephesians 5.21. He was talking, he was admonishing the believers to avoid immoral behaviors, which led to habitual practices that will interfere with their lives as believers. He admonished them to allow the Holy Spirit to guide them. There was some disruption that was going on. That was obviously the reason why he told them. He was telling them, no, you have to submit yourself to one another. What reverence, respect, honor. You know, listen, obey. Submit yourself one to another. Christian belief about women being submissive to husband has been misinterpreted. misinterpreted misinterpreted, as the male being a dominant person versus being leaders in the home. They see it as the male being dominant versus being a leader. Now, a dominant person seeks to control, rule, or govern. We see that in in different countries where there's communism and and this certain control over the people and what happens we see a miserable people miserable set of people under that we see people that are very solid that have no sometimes they have no expression you know no love no you know it's just being governed under that dictative style that's not what Christ said for the husband to do. He didn't say to dominate the home. You just rule, and can't your wife can't say anything? Or that's not what he. That's not what it. What he said. But that's a, a dominating person. That's what they do. But a leader. Listen, to what a leader does. He rules. He guides. He inspires others. And listen at this one. He leads by example. He leads by an example. You know, anybody that's been in any trainings for leadership, you know, that's one of the things that you're taught in that. As a leader, as a manager, a supervisor, or whoever, you're supposed to be an example. And yes, we do get those bomber leaders that are not examples, and we're we're definitely seeing a lot of that today. Although some people reject both, people tend to admire a leader. They will admire a leader. A committed person seeks to resolve let me, take, let me put it this way: A committed person seeks results, which bridge gaps, avoids betrayal, helps to endure good and bad situations situations. They seek without differences. That's a submit a committed person. A committed person in a relationship. A statement I read that is from the Open Oregon Press book, it says this. It says, if we are committed to conformity, our actions and decisions mirror our commitment. They mirror it mirrors our commitment. And so it reminds me of people that may go to jail or go do prison time. They commit, they conform to the laws there. They submit themselves, commit, and they conform to their law to the law because sometimes they want to cut their time so they can get out quicker. And so they're committed to 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 conformities, and their actions mirror. Their commitment. I'm going to end with this one here. I'm just going to quickly talk about what the Bible just, this is just one, a couple of scriptures where he talks about uh, the male's position versus the female's position in a relationship uh, for um, specifically wife and husband, wife and husband and wife. He says here. Listen at this. He says, "Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband, as unto the Lord. For the husband is le- i I'm sorry. The husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and He's the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything." Reverence, honor, respect. That's what he says. This is just the wife. Let's 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 talk about the husband. Husbands, love your wife, your wives. He says, seek the highest good for her and surround her with a caring, unselfish love, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. I don't see no dictatorship right there. I see responsibilities on both parts. There's a responsibility for the wife, and there's a responsibility for the husband. So there's a responsibility on one part. So there's no responsibilities for somebody to come in and dominate and dictate. It's about leading in love. Seeking the the highest good for her. Surrounding her with... Caring, unselfish love. There's one other scripture, I think, that talks about a husband loving their wives as if, about their, loving their wives as their own body, as they love their own body. I'm just paraphrasing that part. And every time I read that, I often think about, if a man doesn't love himself, if he doesn't love his own body, if he doesn't take care of his own self, what makes you think that he's going to love you and take care of you? If a woman can care less about herself, what makes her think she's going to care about a family submitting herself to anyone? Like I said, it starts in the, um, starts in the environment. The unfortunate part is that once we grow up and get out the environment, our experiences and our information... Begins to dictate our choices. And what's happening now is that we're seeing a world system now that's saying, we don't even need that. Yeah, I need, there's no commitment that's needed. Do away with it. There's no commitment. And when you have no commitment, what happens? You end up in dirty relationships, horrible relationships. And you make these statements as as these people are making. Y'all Christians talk about submitting yourselves to a man or your husband. I ain't submitting myself to no man. I don't believe in what y'all teach about the woman submitting to a man. Unfortunately, these persons that have made these statements, maybe they've had bad relationships. That's the unfortunate part of it. Maybe they misunderstand and misinterpret misinterpreted what the Bible says about the responsibility of the male versus the female. And as, 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 a, as a responsibility on both parties, it's all about submitting, submitting yourself to one another, submitting yourself in the spirit of love. Thank you for listening.